Welcome to episode three of the Apple Orchard. I'm your host, Tim Baker, and on the line with me is James Ingracia. Hi, James. Hello. Hey, Tim. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. So I know it's a little bit longer than the last time we spoke, but it was actually a pretty pretty quiet week last week, at least, with Apple News. So I don't think we missed too much. No, it was pretty quiet. So I think I think um, if there's nothing to talk about, then, you know, who wants to hear us talk? Exactly. So I think we're, there's a few things, though, that, that popped up last week that I think were, were pretty interesting that we can kind of dive right into. Um, I think the first thing that I was really excited about was Apple Music is switching to the iTunes match audio fingerprint matching. And so for people that don't know what that means, basically, uh, you know, when iTunes match was launched, it used to scan the waveforms of your library and use it almost the same way that uh, like sound, SoundHound and Shazam looks at sound songs to identify what's playing. So iTunes Match did a very similar thing to allow you to download the high-res audio from the uh, from their library and get your songs in all devices. Uh, and apparently they were using a much simpler version of that in Apple Music, which I found, I, I personally had so many problems with uh, the wrong versions of songs playing. Um, I, every time I tried to play like Nirvana or, or Radiohead's Kid A was a good example they it would always go and play live versions of the songs, which just sounded uh, much different in volume and the audience. It sounded really weird when you go to listen to the rest of the albums. So for me, this has been a huge a huge upgrade, and I've already noticed that I haven't had any issues since they announced they were rolling this out. Have you Have you had any experiences with iTunes Match or or Apple Music in that respect? Yeah, I, I mean, I I know. Like you, I was one of the first to sign up for iTunes Match like on day one, and I remember it took like all weekend to upload oh, the awesome. library because all the servers were going crazy. But um, yeah, I mean, now that you mention, I've really, I mean, your music library is much deeper than mine is. Um, so all I really realized was, especially when Apple Music came out, was that whenever I asked it to play, you know, like uh, Zach Brown Band Radio or Billy Joel Radio or something like that, it would play nothing but live songs. And it was really weird. And do I you have told, a lot of those live songs in your library? I do. I have a lot of uh, live CDs, and I have a lot of, um, I, do, I guess I'll call them bootlegs. But from my old job in the music industry, I used to get a lot of just cuts of CDs that I just kept in my personal collection from shows that we did. So those are all tagged, and I used to catalog them really detailed. So those all kind of show up. So you know, there's nothing you can buy out there on the internet or in a store they're just like in my personal collection but i guess it kind of saw that i liked live and or maybe chose from them but uh, i haven't really noticed them popping up since so that might have been fixed on that end yeah and it was i had the same problem because when i worked in music too and i still had to have a lot of my hookups there i have demo versions of a lot of songs and albums Mm -hmm. that are just in my library and you know, I go to listen to, you know, they're coming up when I'm trying to listen to some, you know, the actual studio version or the live bootlegs are playing. And it's, it's a, from what I understand, I was, I was browsing the, uh, one the Apple Reddit threads and someone was saying, which is, if this is true, it's very stupid that Apple was only looking at just song title and artist, not even looking at the album metadata. So, hmm. you know, that's a lot of times if you have, apparently if you had like, in your case, Billy Joel, if you had like Uptown Girl or something and it was, wasn't marked explicitly as Uptown Girl Live, then it would probably play that 
uh, because it was in your library, it would apparently get pre- apparently get preference over the, you know, the server version of the Apple Music mm. you're listening to, or or whatever it's pulling from from radio. So I'm glad that's fixed because it's it was really really annoying, and you know, and I use both Spotify and Apple Music, and I I find they each fill different kind of needs for me. Yeah, um, and you know, it was really just keeping me from using Apple Music a lot because it was just it was awful. Yeah, I mean, that's that my only notice is just the radio stations when it came on. But other than that, I mean, pretty much all my music always went over. So I never really had an issue. And I always thought, like, you know, do I cancel it now that Apple Music's out? But then I guess I wouldn't have access to all the songs I had ripped onto iTunes Match years ago because they're all in some, you know, Rubbermaid tub in the basement somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I will use, never do that. Do you pay for Apple Music or do you use Spotify? I do. No, we do the family plan on Apple Music. So myself, my wife, and my two older kids have individual accounts. So yeah, I love that. I'm such. I mean, I don't mean to sound like a one percenter because I pay for both Spotify and for uh, Apple <laughs> Music. But um, I've been using. I was a Spotify user. I had like an illegal account when it was in like when it was in Europe only. I basically had an account set up for me in France. Mm-hmm. And I bought on eBay or something so I could listen to it years ago. <laughs> and then it finally launched in the U.S. and I I was using it for you know a long, for a long time. But when Apple Music came out, I did the trial, and it's, I love how it's integrated so well with with everything I use on iOS. I mean, it sucks on iTunes because iTunes is garbage, but um, you know it works great on you know the iPhone and iPad. And uh, but I also love Spotify Discover, uh, the, the Discover playlist, which for the past couple of weeks for mine hasn't been as good. But I've just found that Apple Music has just been getting better and better every month with. Uh, they actually have more albums that I find that aren't on Spotify are now on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, just and I, like I, I, I do notice too, like the For You section is definitely showing some different type of tracks or CDs that I've never even heard of from bands that I like, which is kind of cool. Yeah, somebody, um, somebody, I read somewhere that Apple of all the uh, of all the services, apparently Apple Music has the most curated playlists. Um, which I think because they, you know, when they bought Beats, they got a, they had a lot of those that kind of came over. Yeah, but uh, for me though, for like my, a lot of my for you playlists are just I feel like I get a lot of the same ones over and over again. So and yeah, I and they to- don't they don't line up really. Like you know, you'll get some like uh, autumn you know songs for a chilly day or something like now in the middle of summer. Like they really don't kind of sync up sometimes the right way. Yeah, and I listen to so much, so many eclectic genres that I would expect my for you to have more than. Just like Nirvana rare tracks and, uh, oh, here's indie hits from the year 2000 and things like that. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's getting, I, I do think that the radio on Apple music is, is awesome. Uh, of, of all the services, I think they have the best, they have the best mix of, of things. And I've probably discovered a lot of great stuff from there as well. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with you on that. And I, I guess another story that actually broke today, um, and it kind of ties in with, uh, I guess Apple music is, Apple had purchased the rights to the Carpool Karaoke series, which J- James Corden of the Late Late Show is, is that what his show is called? Uh, I, I never watched yeah, the his late, show. Late Show. Yeah, I never no, watched his show either. But I've seen millions of his clips online, and he's hilarious. Yes, um, so have I. And but I've read though that he's not. Gonna, he may not be hosting it. They may just be taking the concept and the name and putting a different host in there. But he's still going to be producing it. So I wonder how that's all going to pan out. Yeah, I, I've. I don't know. I was first. I was kind of. In, really intrigued when I saw this news, but then the more I thought about it, I think it, this is v- most likely going to suck because it's not going to have James Corden, <laughs> yes. who is a huge part of why those shows are so funny. Yeah. Um, he really like, 
I don't know. His sense of humor is great. He's, I, you know, he just he really connects with the different the different artists he has on, and uh, he, you know, he's just hilarious. And uh, I just really can't think of who they're gonna get that would that could host that and not make it feel as awful as the the lip sync oh, battle. Yeah, yeah, lip yeah. Battle, exactly. That is, I can't watch that without cringing because it's 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 no. so awful. It's so over the top and so bad. Well, I, I'm. I'm kind of curious now too, like where they're going to put all this because, um, well, I they think they're going to put on Apple Music. I think they're going to, they're trying to get their video offering on Apple Music is what I, I think I read. Um, they're yeah. trying to bolster that up more. Maybe eventually into a standalone video app because, you know, eventually it's going to be like iTunes that had music and movies on it, but I guess they still call that iTunes. Um, something else that I kind of thought of today, you know, when they announced the carpool karaoke on the Late Late Show, I'm kind of wondering where, all that video content is going to live. And, you know, like you're thinking it might be on Apple Music or part of that thing. And then today, T-Mobile, you know, our favorite T-Mobile, announced that Bin John now applies to video content on Apple Music, which I always just assumed it did. But I guess they separated audio and video. So maybe they're seeing the video uh, part of Apple Music really being a bolstered product for them. So, you know, they're kind of getting ahead of the, the game on that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've watched one video on Apple Music, with the exception of I, I watched maybe five minutes of that exclusive Taylor Swift live video, just because I wanted to see how, how hot she looked in, uh, you know, in her outfit on stage. And I think I watched it for like you know, like probably literally five minutes, and I was like, I can't, I can't deal with this music anymore, and I turned it off. But um, that was the only time I watched video on Apple Music. So yeah, same here. We watched the uh, Taylor Swift because uh, we went to the concert last summer so we kind of wanted to see if they had footage from our show but it was honestly it was way too long we got through half of it and lost interest yeah so i i i I can only imagine that they're probably trying to just well they also have that show that they're doing um with will i am uh that Mm -hmm. planet of the apps i think it is but they're calling it and i I don't know what apple's obsession with will i am is i i personally just find him insufferable Um, yeah and everything he puts out is it was from i don't know how he thinks he's a tech mogul Everything he puts out is awful. These, like he, I don't know if you saw his like he made his own like watch, wearable watch, which looked like yeah. Inspector Gadget type of thing. Um, those headphones that he put out, which are the most gaudy things I've ever seen. So, and they're about like you know seven his uh, his rise to fame. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I one, the, the big thing I noticed though with with Tim Cook actually at the helm is I feel like you know at least when Steve Jobs had artists on there they were still really popular and still relevant for their time uh you know they brought you two out and I, i'm a huge u2 fan but you know bringing out u2 during that time when they gave away yeah. the free album you know u2 was not really a very hip band you know i not really I guess in the mainstream at that time to that would appeal to apple's user base i don't think anybody that's that's really hardcore Apple fan or even not even hardcore Apple. Who, like who the hell is a Will I Am fan? You know, I don't even, I don't know <laughs> anyone who like, oh, I, I love all his music. No, no one, yeah. maybe the black eyed peas. Yeah. I mean, Will you I have, am. you at least get like Dr. Dre or Trent Reznor or something like Trent Reznor is a huge, uh, as a huge, just like a tech guy aside from being like, you know, a musical genius. Like I have him do a show or something. Why does the Will I Am? But anyway, I think that they're trying to uh, they're, they're trying to get these like music artists or something that they can kind of cross over into that. So I'm just afraid they're going to 
kill the, the carpool karaoke. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to have, have a very skeptical eye going and ear going into this. Yeah, especially because, I mean, how long are those segments? They're like, you know, maybe 10 minutes long. So is it just for quick, quick viewing? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I Which guess we'll, we'll have to see. What would you, what's your favorite carpool karaoke? Um, I like the one they just did with Michelle Obama, but one of that my awesome. favorites ones um, is one of the older ones with Mariah Carey, simply because I don't think she knew what it was when she was <laughs> doing it, and she kind of looked pissed whenever he was playing her songs. <laughs> I have to go rewatch that one. I don't, I don't remember much of it, but um, my favorite one was when you had Chris Martin from Coldplay on. Um, just because yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. He Chris Martin just seems like the coolest guy to be in a car with. He was just like so chill, and um, I don't know. He just he, he was super fun, and and the Michelle Obama one was was amazing too. Uh, I just imagine how good that that I mean it was already fantastic, but imagine mm-hmm. if, imagine if they didn't have to just basically circle around the the White House yards or yeah you know, like they did. Um, I think it would be it could have been even better, but yeah, th- that's such a brilliant series, and I'm afraid it's gonna suck now. Well, I mean, hopefully it will still remain on his show with him hosting it too. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe, or at least find a way to, maybe you can do some that you say go, you know, go to Apple Music to see extended versions or something. Maybe. Like, maybe they'll do something like that. Yes, well, I wonder when they start. They didn't say it though, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's much details on that yet. Hmm. So, uh, alright, let's move on to, uh, so you're still, you're still not on the iOS betas yet, right? Um, I am not on the iOS betas. I sat this round out. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think we talked last time. I, I did it for uh, maybe a few hours until work disabled my access and said I was using jailbroken device. So huh. I, I had to go back to to nine, and um, you know, and it's fine. I don't really have much FOMO anymore because I got it out of my system. But um, <laughs> but you know, you and I were talking um, offline about Apple Watch and how you know the one thing I didn't get a chance to play with Apple Watch three, uh, Watch yeah. OS three because. You know, once you go to Watch OS three, you can't go back. Um, but yeah, I'm not you, willing to try that yet. Sarah. Are you excited for uh, for that? I am. I'm really excited because you know, as we've talked, it's it's kind of I don't say unusable, but it's it's unusable f- for practical ways. If you just really want to quickly check the weather or something, you know, or quickly check uh, I don't know your calendar or whatever it might be, you have to really futz around and, and wait a long time for the, the lag and the connect to, connection to the phone to go. But now if it's that instant, as I showed on the demonstration, that's really exciting because now it's like a whole new device, really. Yeah, this, like, this is the device. This is how it should have been launched. And I could, I could see why it wasn't because they needed to learn how people were going to use it. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's funny because when I, when I think about when it first came out, and it was such a, a new take on wearables and it was like, wow, this is so awesome. And the more you live with it, the more I'm like, uh oh, I accidentally tapped an app, which I know is going to take 30 minutes to load. Let me quickly close it out and pull my phone out instead. Yeah. And half the time when I even, even now still on like the very latest version of like 2.2 or whatever, you, you know, so half my apps, you open it up and it's like, oh, you need to sign in on your phone. Meanwhile, I'm already signed into my phone. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's definitely on the, I guess, the developer's part, but there's certain ones that just always do that now and it's really frustrating. Yeah. So, what, what is, what, I, I basically only use maybe three or four apps, uh, in my day, in my day, not even, I think I use, like, aside from stock apps, 
the the only ones I really use are Fantastical. For I use that as the, it's a better calendar that I use. Mm-hmm. And it has a great watch app, and I and I use my uh, my home alarm has a has a watch app, so I can set my alarm and disarm it from my watch. Those are like really the only couple apps that I use on a basically almost daily basis. Yeah, I mainly just use the mail app if I'm in meetings and don't want to be rude and take out my phone. I'll I'll use that one or sometimes the Bank of America app because once it's on my wrist, it'll automatically log in so I can check my balance. Oh, that's so cool. I don't, have to, I don't have to worry about going to my phone at all. That's cool. Yeah, I, I have Chase and it, you know it has Touch ID, but what's annoying about it is I can log in with Chase with Touch ID, but if I want to do anything like transfer money or pay bills, then I have to enter my password, which kind of defeats the purpose of mm-hmm. of having Touch ID in the first place. Yeah, Bank of America does, definitely does Touch ID to get in it. You can do anything from it at that point. Yeah, I don't know why why Chase is being really really annoying like that, but um, I'm sure they'll get over that soon. But yeah, so I I already pretty much know what apps are going to be in my dock, and I'm just excited to know that like I will be able to swipe up and and use those because I never swipe up unless I'm looking to see what my battery level is because that's yeah. really the only complication or, not, or that's the only glance that I use. Pretty I much. use the one to find my phone all the time. To find your phone? Yeah, I've always because it's my black. I don't have a cover on it. And it always matches the countertop or the oh, couches yeah. or whatever, so it, it pings the phone. I use it probably. Probably once every other day. Oh, that's I, I've I think I've used that feature once when it first came out just to kind of play with it. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. So I but you can see most people aren't using the glances. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I use it for the battery is because if I if I leave my battery number showing on the watch face, then it just gives me like anxiety during the day. Mm-hmm. If like <laughs> oh crap, it's dropping too much. What's going on? So you know, out of sight, out of mind. Just work. It's the same reason I don't leave my battery level on for my phone. Because if I start seeing it drop from like 99 to 98 in what seems like too fast, then I just start freaking out. Yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> but did you see those uh, those Olympic only watch straps that? Yeah, those are pretty cool. I like those. Yeah, they're so I have uh, I have a few of the a couple of those nylon bands, and they're they're actually really awesome for the for the Apple Watch. The uh, the ones that Apple makes, they're like they're really sturdy and they look really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they have these really cool Olympic ones, and you know the USA one looks really cool. Um, but you can only get them at the Olympic Village there. So I don't really feel like getting Zika and paying to travel to, to Rio. But, no. uh, yeah, and I'm sure they'll hit eBay at like 10 times the cost. I'm sure they will. But how, I mean, how often are you going to wear a USA Apple Watch band? I mean, maybe on 4th of July and Memorial Day. Well, I don't know. I like to color coordinate <laughs> my watch bands. So if I was wearing like red, white, and blue, maybe like dark jeans and a red All shirt, right. I might do it. But, um, it doesn't. It doesn't have stars and stripes. It doesn't have stra- stars on it. It just looks like the red and white. I think yeah. blue stripes. So it's kind of. It kind of reminds me of I think one of the Timex uh, bands that they have. But yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe they'll eventually bring those to the U.S. or sell them on the website or something. But that's that would be really cool neat to see them do that. Yeah, I like the band. I have about five different bands. Some two of them, two or three are official, and then the rest that I've gotten just off of Amazon for or Groupon or something for like 20 bucks, 30 bucks. And they're, they're honestly, they're can't really tell the difference between that and a real one. And they have, I have a, I have one that's looks like the Milanese loop from Groupon that I got for $20 instead of the $200 that Apple wants. And no one can tell the difference. And I have a one that I'm wearing right now that I got for uh, father's day. That's basically made out of that dark, you know, my, I don't know if you know, the back of my phone has like that wood. Yeah panel on it it's, yeah, yeah. it's the same exact it's like a wooden link 
Oh, cool. Watch thing. So it's definitely a very cool conversation piece. Yeah, my uh, I I really want it. So I have the stainless steel one, but I was not going to pay an extra five hundred dollars or extra four hundred for this for the steel bracelet because it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that one was really nice. But I found one on on Amazon that had amazing reviews that uh, that I got. I think it was like thirty dollars or something, or maybe forty dollars. And it even came with, I mean, I already have one cause I'm a big watch geek, but, uh, you know, so I have the, the link removing bracelet, you know, kind of kit, but it even came with the hammer and the, uh, and the peg thing you need to, to change the link bracelets yourself within, with that price. And oh, that's it, pretty cool. And it's, it's amazing. And, uh, it, you know, it just really classes, it classes up the watch if I'm like wearing dressier, wearing dressier things, but there was no way in hell I'm paying 400 or $500 for that, that link bracelet. No, that's that's ridiculous. Even though it's, it's nice looking, I mean, I think I read somewhere that it takes like twelve hours or ten hours for someone to hand make it. But find a way to machine make it and charge it for a third of the price, and then maybe I'll buy exactly. It. I don't yeah, need yeah. a handmade watch, man. No, wait, 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 too much money. Um, and you, you had a, a good idea too about because uh, are you still playing Pokemon? Um, I since our conversation, I did download it, and I have been playing it a little bit, but I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I just kind of turn on when I'm bored and I catch whatever's around me and close out. Um, but when I was in the city the other day, I was trying not to be that person who's walking around kind of waiting for them to show up. So I, I was thinking like, why don't I have an Apple Watch companion app to it that kind of just buzzes you maybe only when the app is open so you keep it in your pocket and not have to worry about like, you know, looking like you're uh, on the beach combing for metal or something. Yeah, I mean, I, they could they could make that really cool. Like when, when I, I remember when you t- when you were kind of talking about this idea, I was like, oh, we should talk about it on the show because I think that's really cool. Um, I was thinking that you could even even if you wanted to set it up so it only buzzes you on like Pokemon that you haven't seen before, or yeah. you know that are that are new, um, or if it's one that you're specifically trying to get, I don't know, it's got a certain amount of like CP or something. Then that could be really cool too. Um, yeah, you know, so as you're, you don't have to keep, even if there's a way where you don't have to keep the phone run, you keep it running and just, and have it buzz you. I mean, it would probably still have to eat your battery to see where you are, but I don't know. There, 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 there could be some cool synergies there. I think that they probably disfigure the most people playing the app when they built the app probably don't yeah. have Apple watches because they're probably still in high school. Probably. I mean, yeah, I think that that's just an, cause I saw that there's something coming out that's there that, Pokemon or Nintendo or Antic or whatever it is is putting out that is like a a wrist companion for it. I don't know exactly what it does, but I kind of saw that and said, like, "Well, why don't they just?" I guess they wanted to keep the revenue from the hardware too, but um, yeah, it looks like they're kind of putting something out like that out already. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I remember seeing a picture of that. I wasn't. I didn't read the story. Um, yeah, me neither. But I, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, are they? Is someone just making a cool looking?" Pokemon watch. I don't know, but yeah, I think there's, there's a lot they could do with it. Cause I still, I mean, I have a decent idea of what I'm doing. Uh, I'm just basically catching stuff and like trying to evolve them when I can. But uh, again, like, I mean, I'm, I'm very passively playing. It's not like I'm, I'm certainly not going out of my, my daily routine to try to catch a Pokemon or anything, but yeah, no, there, there's gonna, a, there's a gym right around the corner from our office in Soho. And I won't even walk around the corner to go see what that's about. Like it won't let me do it from my desk. So maybe I'll go over to the other side of the building tomorrow to see if it will connect to me, but I'm not that vested in it to go around the corner. Yeah, I, I think I tried like a couple gyms, and I have no idea. I'm just basically just tapping the screen, thinking that it's going to make make the guy fight more. <laughs> There's really, one thing that app sucks at is giving you directions on what to do. 
Like there's, yeah. there's no like first time user experience to walk you through. Oh, you're first time battling. Here's how you do a gym battle. It's just like they just dump you in and expect you to figure out as you go along. So maybe, maybe we're just getting too old now that I they, think we are. <laughs> that, but you know, damn it. I still want a, a, a Fatui, the first time <laughs> user experience. <laughs> Um, and the last thing I think you know, I had to talk about was the, uh, you know, so iPhone 7 rumors. Uh, I think it's pretty much established now that there's going to be no headphone jack. But mm-hmm. there was some sketchy rumors last week, which I don't know, it seems to have been killed now by, um, I think, Evan Blass, who goes by the name Ev Leaks. He's like one of the best leakers on Twitter for all of like mobile and, you know, computing news. So he says there's only going to be two models and that the week of, the 12th, I think. So it, it, ideally it'll be the, or most likely it'll be September 16th is when iPhone 7 goes on sale. But there was the rumor that there would be three models. You'd have the, the 7, the 7 Plus, and then maybe the 7 Pro. And then I think it was yesterday, there was another story that maybe it would even be called like the 6SE hmm. or something or the 6SE Plus. Like who knows? What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it, if you keep like just, putting out different versions that are slightly different. Like if the camera, the only difference between like the plus and the pro is a camera that's kind of weak. I mean, right now the only difference between the plus and the, and the regular six is, I mean, the camera is a little bit better on the plus, but that's about it. And screen size. Um, but I don't, I mean, unless there's something just groundbreaking in it, I don't see any reason to have three different models. Why not just put them into two? I, I don't think they're going to do that. If they did, a, I think it'd be a real a hole move uh, mm-hmm. because they're just, uh, really what they would probably do is say, oh well, the, the seven plus pro or the seven pro comes in a two fifty six model, uh, two hundred fifty six gigabyte storage model, as well as the dual camera lens system or something. But that's there's that's going to definitely cost over a thousand dollars. And at that point, it's like if you're really a pro using the, the using the phone to take photos, why wouldn't you want? To get like a DSLR that that exactly. can take phone that, that can dwarf anything your phone can do right now. Yeah, I mean, and the screen size will be bigger than the the iPhone Plus Six Plus. Well, I think you said it would be, I think it would be the same size as the Plus. The rumor was it would just have the, oh, the different. It, it would yeah, probably be a little something. heavier. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I just, it seems like it's too much. Too much with all that. Just make yeah. them two because then you still have the 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 SE size too. That's just smaller. So you're gonna have four different. Entries. Yeah, they're into, getting they're getting way getting too one? many SKUs out there, and I think they'll just keep the two. And it sounds like they will. But if it's, I'm still pissed off that the seven doesn't have as good a camera as the uh, or the six S doesn't have as good a camera as the six S Plus, or if I mean if they're going to do that with the seven, if they're going to give the seven plus the dual camera lens and not the seven, that's it's kind of I get they're probably trying to take advantage of more space in there. Yeah, but it's still kind of. I just don't want that big a phone. And I think most people, I think that, that haven't upgraded that size feel the same way. Yeah. It's, it's not a matter of features. It's a matter of just size and, and, and what you want. Like I don't want the plus. I like my six. So yeah. I wouldn't want to get any bigger. And then, you know, it, it when it comes you know down to all the different sizes, like, well, how are you going to price them? How are you going to, yeah. And all the different colors There's going to be way too many, I don't know, way, way too many options. Just keep it nice and simple. And, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I was really hoping that that the, when the rumor of that blue one coming out, yeah, like, that one looked I, cool. I was like drooling over that because that would be really cool. But now I don't know. The, some of the mocks that have leaked up look like it'll be just a blacker version instead of the space gray, more like space black. And you probably have the gold, the rose, and like more of a silver. But I don't know. And I'm going to be disappointed too if it's the same exact shape too. 
you know, well, it looks like it's, it's going to be. Um, I know. Without I those, a little disappointing. I mean, most people hate those antenna lines on the back. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, so, you know, some people say it ruins the aesthetic. So apparently, you're not going to have those antenna lines like you do. Yeah, but you cover them up anyway. Who cares? Yeah, for the case uh, or whatever. Yeah, it is. if if you, yeah, I, I mean, I, I still go naked with my phone, but um, yeah, it, it's just I don't know. I think it's I could see where the, it, it makes more sense for them to go on a three year upgrade cycle. Mm-hmm. If you just want to have uh, you know, if it just. I think innovation is just kind of slowing down now and they've kind of reached that tipping point a couple of years ago where there's only so much more they can do. It's kind of like with the MacBooks, you know, it's like they're more spec bumps now. So, well, I did see too, something that maybe they, they're saving like a big overhaul for the 10th anniversary the next yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it sounds like from, from what I've, what I've heard is that a lot of the iPhone eight or a iPhone 10, if they just call it that, whatever they decide, um, it's, that's supposed to have, like, there's a rumor today about you have an iris scanning. Yeah, so it, 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 you can unlock it with your eye. And, um, you know, there's other, there was, you know, I think they're saying it's going to have like a, you know, a flush screen, no, no physical home button. Hmm. So it sounds like they're probably just saying, you know what, let's just phone it in this year. No pun intended with <laughs> the, uh, with the seven. Let's just give it a spec bump. Let's kill the headphone jack because they probably, want to make the, the the next iPhone after this upcoming one have no uh, headphone jack as well. And they're like, oh, let's it, – it'll pull the yeah, band-aid introduce off Introduce it. Yeah, exactly. pull the band-aid off now so people can't complain about it too much when we do it later. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm still going to buy it. I don't care. But, well, uh, yeah, that's why we have the T-Mobile thing anyway. So you're just part of the jump up. Yeah. Plan. So it, yeah, so it's uh, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely getting it. So I don't, you know, I don't care what it what it looks like. And I guess that's part of <laughs> being the fanboy. But still, it's uh, I, I would love it if it came out in that blue. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, hopefully it will because that'll be a nice different change. So that way, at least if you might get it because it's blue, or someone else might get it because it has a better camera, and someone else might get it because it has no headphone jack. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we have for this week. Anything else? Any anything you want to uh, say before we wrap up? Um, no, I think this was, uh, you know, for the lack of, you know, the summer months with a lot of news, not a lot of news. I think we did a pretty good job, I guess. We'll have to see what happens in the next week or two. Yeah, I, I don't know. It could be, it's probably going to be another quiet week, but we'll see. You know, there's not going to be, I don't think Beta 4 is coming out until next week. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll have to, to wait and see. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll be back next week with anything else worth uh, talking about. Excellent. All right. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.